This week, we review the heart-wrenching first episode of Full Metal Alchemist and the action-packed first episode of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Welcome to One-Shot Reviews. Hey guys, having trouble picking an anime to watch? We're here to help you pick the right show. I'm Chris Long. And I'm Lawrence Edmondson. And I'm Chantel Johnson. And welcome to One Shot Reviews, where we watch and review the first episodes of various anime and give you our opinions. Woo! So, thanks guys. Uh, Thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening to all our previous episodes. And uh, as you can see, we clearly have a special guest this week. Hey! Hello! uh, Hey! (laughs) So Chantel, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, just kind of how I got into anime, or what do you want specifically? Uh, yeah. What what got you into anime? And what's your um, favorite one? Okay, so I've been into anime since I was very very little. Honestly, before I even knew what anime was, um, mm-hmm. the first movie that I ever loved as a kid was actually an anime version of The Little Mermaid that was produced by Toei Animation, who does like Dragon Ball and Cyborg 009 and all all those fun things. So I had this anime version of The Little Mermaid and also a couple other movies like Unico or um, Kimba the White Lion, which was produced by Osamu Tezuka. Oh, yes. Okay, I remember that one. Astro Boy fame. Um, (laughs) And then... You know, I kind of moved into Studio Ghibli animations. Mm-hmm. Um, so like mm-hmm. Kiki's Delivery Service, My Neighbor Totoro. Those were my favorite movies growing up. And then when I realized what anime was and that that's what it encompasses, I mm-hmm. was completely hooked. Nice. I was into... What was the first, uh, the first like real anime show you remember So as watching? far as shows, um, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball was my first. Hey, like OG Dragon Ball? OG Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. Mm-hmm. Hey, OG Dragon Ball. Lawrence, have you seen OG Dragon Ball? No, I have not. Like what? Uh, like I, I know what it is. Yeah, 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 I know what it is. Right, I, yeah, I just yeah. never watched like the whole series. You gotta watch it. It's actually it's it's a pretty fun like more adventure anime than it is just like ripped dudes fighting one another. Like there's a bunch of fighting in it and everything, but it's more about them actually going on travels and stuff, which is a lot different than what it is now. It's a bit more mature, too. I started rewatching mm-hmm. it actually a couple years ago, and I was like, wow, uh, that completely went over my head as a kid. <laughs> yeah, they definitely make a ton of inappropriate jokes that as a kid, you're like, haha, that's funny. But as an adult, you're like, damn, they said that. Yeah, right. But uh, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, so we have this special guest because I've known Chantel for what, five? years now about five or six years yeah six yeah coincides with on may 8th hiromu or hiromi arakawa had her birthday and she is the manga author of full metal alchemist and we thought what better thing to do than to talk about both full metal episodes this week and bring in my friend Chantel because she is as I like to call her a full metal head uh she I I don't think I know anyone else that knows more about this show than you do to be perfectly honest do you want to talk about why this show is like such a big thing in your life yeah so honestly it's very it's so sentimental to me so as we'll get into kind of the whole premise of, of full metal and what it's about and how the plot you know impacts the characters when I was a kid actually um my brother and I we uh, lived mm-hmm. with our, our grandmother, and she passed away when we were really little. So I really identified with the characters in this show. 
so it was something that me and my brother would actually watch when we were kids. Um, I believe, was it on Toonami or was it on Adult Swim? I think it was only on uh, Adult Swim. I agree. I think it was on Adult Swim. I think it was. I don't think it was yeah. on Toonami. No, so it was something that me and my brother would stay up really late to watch. Hey, and it was we have another Cartoon we... Network baby. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Toonami was my jam as a kid. Yes. I would literally... Oh, yeah. I would be hanging out with friends, and I would make sure I was home by 5 o'clock to Was it 5 or 6? It was 5? It was 5. It was 5, yeah. It was 5, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I remember I would get home from school, because we would have after-school sports, and I would get home, like, at 5.03 every day and be fucking pissed, because I would miss the intro to whatever they started that day on Toonami. It's funny you say that, um, Chantel, because one of my friends... So, the person who, like... The reason why I know what Dragon Ball Z is is because one of my friends who has a Dragon Ball Z tattoo is like, I guess what you are to Full Metal, he is to DBZ. And that's why I know what DBZ is because this Mm -hmm. person would... Like, I remember, like, his mom would, like, tell me, like, yeah, he he always, by 6 o'clock, he's always home to watch DBZ. (laughs) So it's funny that you say, oh, I was always home by this time because that's how, like, important Toonami was to mm-hmm. us Cartoon Network kids. Like, we would make sure we would be home by a certain time. Like, this, my friend, would make sure he would be home to watch DBZ for that, yeah. like, at that specific time. So it was just Well, funny you know what it is, said, is like, that nowadays we're spoiled because we have instant access to anime right, through the internet. You know, we right. have a million websites we can go to. But back then, if you were home late and you missed <laughs> part of an episode, you would either never see it you again or... You'd have to wait for a few weeks until it re-aired. Like that's that's the only way that you could watch it. Right. right. And and let's not forget every Saturday morning, kids waking up oh eight a.m. to get the WB. That was me. You know. I, that was you me. had Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh. There was like a Spider Man show that was on too. Dude, they had everything. No, like, they did. Saturday morning, Chris Long would wake his ass up eight a.m. with a bowl of cereal. One hundred percent. Same. From 8 a.m. to noon, just and be this was the OG Yu Gi Oh when Yu Gi Oh was bomb. Oh yeah, this <laughs> oh, is the OG. I've only seen OG Yu Gi Oh because every Saturday morning I woke up <laughs> right. from day one when they were airing that, and I would watch it. <laughs> right, right. Same. But, um, I'm sorry, Chantel. Uh, you, Chantel, you were you were explaining, and then we and you talk about tsunami. Oh no, it's okay. I'm actually glad you brought up the the tsunami thing because it actually reminded me. I have a Dragon Ball tattoo, and I have a Full Metal Alchemist tattoo. I don't know if Chris mentioned that. I only actually knew about your Full Metal one. I th- yes. Oh no, you got you got Boo. Is yes. it for the Dragon Ball one? Yep. So I have a, a Ouroboros from Full Metal Alchemist on the side of my neck, and mm-hmm. I have Majin Boo on my right arm. Wow. And it's Majin Boo surrounded by like candy, and then there's text oh. at the top that this is uh, not your Boo. <laughs> I remember because I remember you posting that online a couple I think it was when did you get that like two years ago or something uh, about three years ago now I think three yeah I remember seeing that online and being like holy shit this woman's got it all <laughs> Jesus because I only have one anime tattoo and it's the fairy tale guild logo on my chest mm. alright guys alright flexing with the tattoo I'm gonna get one okay alright I'm gonna pick one and I'm gonna get it okay <laughs> uh, I got a friend geez. who's an artist I can hook you up Great. All righty, guys. Why don't we just get right into it and start talking about Full Metal Alchemist, the original. Okie dokie. So, yeah. So, I'll start this one since this is the only one that I've watched. I haven't watched uh, Brotherhood, but I've I've watched the first Full Metal. And by the way, guys, Full Metal Alchemist 
this is not our throwback weekend. But <laughs> no, no, our throwback uh, is going to be in a couple weeks. This is just uh, this is a normal, just a special is, episode. Yeah, this we have a guest, so this we're going to make this a normal. But Full Metal, I consider that an OG anime. Like I would consider mm. this for a throwback weekend because this 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 show came out. This was one of the ones in the beginning. This is an OG anime that a lot of people have. Uh, I want to say that a lot of people have seen, and it's and it's extremely good. I haven't watched this anime in a long time, but I did watch this whole thing, and I've forgotten a lot of stuff that happened. So that first episode that I watched yesterday, I brought back mm-hmm. um, a lot of memories and stuff. Also, uh, just random facts before I get into the the info. Chris, I was, I was, te- we had the whole conversation on Cowboy Bebop about how there was a song for my favorite artist who mm-hmm. used that jazz sample, a sample of the jazz song at the end of the first Cowboy Bebop episode. Well, my favorite artist actually has a song on his greatest work of all time, in my opinion, called Full Metal. And the song mm-hmm. samples Al. The, the little clip of Al in, in the last episode of Full Metal. Something happens in the very last episode of Full Metal. And I never knew what the character in this song was saying. I, I, oh, okay. Oh, his soul is probably still at the gate. We just have to bring it back the same way he did me. Like, that quote is stuck. will be stuck in my head forever. Cause I've listened right. to this song so many times, and then the and then the song the song is going while Al is saying that. So, dude, what I, song I is hope it? those are your last words to just confuse, you know, your family as you as you're <laughs> at like 103 years old. Lawrence is about to pass away, and he says those words, and his whole like, family's just like, who's, who who's he talking is, about? Who the fuck is who, who's soul? Right? What, is it grandma? Right? <laughs> What's happening? Um. <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's one of that's actually one of my favorite songs from uh, my favorite artist Currency, and he uses a sample from Full Metal Alchemist, and it's just it's one. Mm-hmm. And the song is it's it's an amazing song. It's so good. What's but, the um, name of the song? So the song is called Full Metal. It's Full called. Metal, Full that's right. Metal. I'm sorry. Duh. Yeah, yeah. It's called Full Metal <laughs> by by Currency. Um, Currency. C U R E N dollar sign Y, not C Y. Oh. It's dollar sign Y. But um, but yeah, and it's funny, Kawinky Dink. The the pro, the producer who produced the song, his name is Alchemist, and just like we said in the, I think there was the last episode. I don't know if you guys know, but Alchemist is a very very well known, respected OG producer who's produced for who produced a lot of um mob for for Mob Deep, Currency, just a lot of New York. He's an OG. Uh, New York producer and I and his name he goes by the name of Alchemist um, and so I guess he made a song uh, he produced a song on one of Currency's mixtapes um, and the song is called Full Metal so if you guys want to check that out it's a great song alright so the author for Full Full Metal and uh, I just learned a new fact about this so I'll explain this to you guys uh, goes by Hiromu Arakawa but apparently that is a pen name Something I've never heard of before. She is actually a woman, so her real name is Hiromi Arakawa. Um, and so, Chris, can you just explain to us why what a pen name is and why why they are a thing? Yeah, pen names are are just fake names that uh, 
authors and artists and, and a lot of people just use, uh, especially way back in the day, it started as, as a way for women to get their work out in a male-dominated world. They would change their names to male names to get their work more spread throughout the world easily and everything. Because back in the day, unfortunately, they, men didn't see their work uh, as up to par and wouldn't take their work uh, if it was under a female name. So they unfortunately had to switch to male names to try and get their work out there. Very unfortunate why pen names became a thing. But nowadays, pen names are huge. I know tons of I go by a pen name when I write my books. Uh, you know, Hiromi uses the pen name Hiromu. Chantel uses the pen name uh, I'm the best. I don't know why she does that, <laughs> but she does. Uh, it's weird. I don't think she is, but who knows? Who knows? But uh, <laughs> you know, I just speak the truth, Chris. <laughs> oh, okay. So now, well, maybe one day I'll see the truth. <laughs> uh, now you guys know what that is. Like I said, I just figured that. Uh, I just found that out because I had no idea what that was. Um, so the release date was October fourth, two thousand three, to October second, two thousand four. There are fifty-one total episodes for Full Metal. Um, so the series, you know, not not too too long. The summary, the series follows the adventures of brothers Edward and Alphonse Elric, Ed and Al, who are searching for the Philosopher's Stone so they can regain the bodies they lost in a failed attempt to bring their dead mother back to life. The genre is action-adventure, comedy, drama, fantasy, magic, military, shonen, and dub. (laughs) (laughs) I got you back. Uh, (laughs) Um... The theme songs, Melissa by Porno Graffiti, is the first opening sh- show of is the first opening of the show. <laughs> that time in my head, I'm like, did he just mess up here or did he just get me again? Uh, <laughs> oops. Um, wow. All right. Help me out here. Kasana, you see me. By Nana mm. Katade is the fir- is the first ending song. So those are the two theme songs. Um, I love that ending song. It's so good. It's so good. It is a good ending song. Uh, so a side note here: Arakawa requested an original ending that differed from the manga. Oh wow! Leading to the mm-hmm. series deviating into original plot halfway through. Oh wow! See, I didn't know yep. that it was requested. I thought that it was just because the manga wasn't caught up to where the anime was but that's interesting i'm i'm pretty sure they wanted to to do what most animes do and either wait or just put filler in mm. until she finished but she requested that they pull a game of thrones and just come up with their own ending hmm. so uh game of thrones did it terribly these guys did it uh, a little better <laughs> to add in as kind of a, an additional side note to that, so there's the 51, epi- uh, 51 episodes to the main series, but also mm-hmm. there is a movie that comes afterwards that kind of is a continuation from the end of the series, which kind of helps give more closure to what the ending is. So there- that ending is fucking wild. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. So um, is it Conqueror of Shambhala, I believe is the movie? Yeah. Oh, but, that's the name. Okay. Yeah, I definitely recommend... I don't think I've actually seen that movie. I've seen... Th- the brotherhood movie but i don't think think i saw this one um it's it's definitely worth a watch just because it, it ties everything together and then there's just mm-hmm. so much more information that you get and so much more story that it makes sense um right. definitely recommend it so okay. que- maybe, I'll, maybe i'll watch that question about the requested and original ending so requested an original ending that differed from the manga so she's the author 
right? Yes. So she wrote this. So yeah, she wrote. She, she wanted she, to she wrote change the manga. The yeah, she 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 didn't want to change it, but she was in the middle of writing the story. So she, I obviously don't know exactly what was going on because right. I wasn't there. But I'm assuming she knew what her ending was gonna be and had X amount of volumes that she still needed or wanted to write. So I'm assuming she just she knew where the story was gonna end up, just didn't know exactly how she wanted to get there yet. So she probably just told them like, I obviously I have this much material out in the world that you can copy and make into the show. Once you get to this point, just kind of go do your own thing. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, because uh, it, it was kind of the same thing with Game of Thrones, where they got to the point in the books where they were like, "Well, you still have a couple more books to write, and we're not going to wait like fifteen years to make this final two seasons. So we're just gonna, you know." He he kind of George R. R. Martin was kind of like the consultant. He was like, "Well, here's my ending, and where." everything's gonna end up clearly i just haven't written everything up to that point so why don't you guys just do your own thing and write your ending and we'll see what happens and that's that's what they did for the for the anime for this for the original anime they just kind of i forget where in the show i that's a lie i do remember where in the show it's a huge spoiler so i'm not gonna say where it is but i'll tell you guys off air where they deviated but yeah there's a point where both shows hit and then they deviate wildly mm. from those two points but yeah if for anyone that hasn't seen the show i will 100 percent not ruin it because it is uh one of the better anime scenes i think in anime so okay yeah cool so the episode starts off you see with two boys inside of what we find out is like a i don't want to say a shed because that looks bigger than a shed it's like i don't know like a like a small shack in the in the backyard and they have what's the name of the circle it's like a transcribe a transmutation circle transmutation circle so they there's a transmutation and you guys will find out what that is um obviously alchemy big surprise is the element in, in in this show um and that has a transmutation is you know has to do with alchemy and so transmutation circles are like a very big thing um in this show so they these two boys have drawn a transmutation circle on the ground in the shed like in a shack behind their house and it starts raining like right at the beginning of the episode after they kind of show these two boys it starts raining so i feel like that's a little bit of foreshadowing Mm. about Mm -hmm. like what's about to happen i'm just gonna say the beginning of the episode is heart-wrenching off Mm -hmm. rip and you for sure you, you feel bad and that's that's a that's a reoccurring theme in full metal so full metal alchemist to me i feel like it's kind of graphic like like the animation Mm. of stuff that happens in this show it's a legendary show mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of graphic like in the beginning you know they're 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 doing this this scientific you know experiment you know they're you know experimenting with alchemy and just it goes wrong and it like a very like heart-wrenching like oh shoot i feel really bad so right off rip of the show you're just like shit what the fuck just happened that's and, definitely and, a consistent mm-hmm. theme throughout those like it really pulls at like your heartstrings and it's one of the first anime to make me cry so. yeah no nah, it's but as Chantel said this is a very uh it's a consistent theme in the show and there are there there are like our famous 
episodes in this show uh, that are still used in memes even to this day of heart-wrenching family members stuff happening to family members and stuff like that so for the people who have seen it i feel like everyone knows what episode the 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 famous like meme episode that we're talking about so yeah so that's definitely a recurring theme of like feeling bad and just like just heart-wrenching stuff and then in my notes here i say it gets even worse you know but i don't want to i don't want to i don't want i don't want to ruin that so i'm going to leave that out i did think uh this so <laughs> it's funny i said in my notes here i'm about to stop saying animes are funny because they're all funny like in their own way <laughs> all animes are like every anime i watch now there's so it's like and it's not even like the funny that it is it's like really like not like not like immature funny but like juvenile funny but you just laugh at it like so so right we find out the main character Edward, Edward and Al. Oh, so the thing about this, there are two main characters basically, and Full Metal. I feel like is this is that like the first like anime that like I can just recall off top that like there are two main characters and it does it extremely well. Mm. So Ed, Ed, and Al are brothers. Al is basically a how would you guys describe Al as in what he is physically his appearance? He's I don't want to say. He's like, he's a suit of armor. Well, so when I when I first um, watched Full Metal, I had no idea what the show was. I just randomly turned on Adult Swim one night, and it was just on. And I saw this like suit of armor thing, and I'm expecting like this really deep voice, you know, or like the voice <laughs> of an adult. And I'm like, that's a small child. What the fuck is going on? I had no idea. I was just I was thoroughly confused, honestly, <laughs> until mm-hmm. I actually looked into what what it was about. So that might throw some people off. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You, you see, you see a, a a big suit of armor, huge, and then like when I see that suit of armor, I feel like I'm gonna hear like The Rock or like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah. start speaking, and instead I get a seven, the voice of like a seven year old boy. <laughs> who nev- who barely ever raises his voice so he's, he's real calm he talks like he talks real calm all the time so it's just mm-hmm. like a it's like a it's like a big like drawback like who is like who is this guy and, why and this armor like- looks like the rock in armored form right also. he's, <laughs> he's <laughs> big and bulky right <laughs> and then we have ed who's the much shorter which you hear in the anime all the time and that's the funny part that i was getting at the much shorter brother but he's the older brother and he has a he's known as the full metal alchemist and he's basically seen as a young prodigy and his name is known you know around the universe um as that and he basically, you know, has a nickname. When they go places and, you know, everyone finds out, oh, you're the full metal alchemist, they all look at Al. Uh, and, jeez uh, Louise. <laughs> Al, who's the younger brother, but is bigger because he's in a suit of armor. And they're like, oh, they always gather around him like, oh, you're the full metal alchemist. Oh, you, you know, the older brother, da, da, da. And Edward's just sitting there like, no, he's not. I'm just really short, but I'm the older brother. And that, that they like do this all the time. And it's just really funny. Well, so with Ed, it's not overly obvious as to why he's called Full Metal. They just started calling him. Like, yeah. I guess he passed his exam and everyone was like, 
He's now full metal. Well, so it's in relation <laughs> to his auto mail. So Which, Edward but has... we don't find that out until like the end of the first episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so the sorry. whole episode. No, it's like the whole episode. You're sitting there like, why the hell do we call this man Full Metal? Right. Like, there, there's a reason. Why aren't they calling the actual Full, full. Metal person <laughs> right. Full Metal? You know. Right. Oh, you're absolutely Which, right. To yes. be honest, I'm I'm still questioning why don't they call Al Full Metal? Because even when you find out why they call Ed that, you're like. Should but, we call you partial metal? Right, like, right, right. It's like but you're partial. He's the full metal one. Why do we call right. you the full metal one? <laughs> but yeah. So also, Al. I feel like Al is the word of reason out of the two main characters. Al is always the one who is like who's more who takes a more like logical approach of like right. it's okay, mm-hmm. like stay relaxed, stay calm. And tries to talk everyone out of like, like, don't be too rash. It's cool. You know, we can solve this problem type. And Edward is just a more, a lot more like, you know, let's get it done. If you want to fight, we can fight. You know, we can go that route. And Al is just like, no, let's try and do this a different way. It's just Al is, is definitely, you can tell that he's kind of like the con, the, the, the more conscious angel on the shoulder of the two i don't think edward is like bad or like a lot more violent or just like but he's just a little i would say the word is like a hothead but Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say like on a scale of one to ten he's a ten i would say like ed is like maybe like a three or four but he's still like kind of hot-headed al is kind of like the cool you know breath of fresh air you know the like you know what i'm saying more relaxed kind of like keeps he's uh, what's the word? Like he's Ed's something. Like he keeps him, he keeps him grounded. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the, yeah, I, I, that's a perf. That's the perfect what I was looking for, Chris. Like Al is like he keeps Ed grounded, and that's I right. think seeing that relationship with in between these two is mm-hmm. is um is just like it's a really nice thing to see. So after the beginning of the episode where we see, you know what happens in the back of the shack it's definitely like a like a flashback because then the episode pans to uh the two brothers are walking in a desert and then they finally arrive at a town i don't want to use the word worships but they're uh this town we're gonna use the word worship (laughs) (laughs) very strong okay all right so this this the uh they stumble upon this town and the people in this town worship a prophet um and uh you know everyone talks about this prophet as he's so great and he can do um you know prophet like things and stuff like that and ed and al are like okay yeah yeah, like yeah we get it you guys don't understand but we do so we already know he's not a prophet we we know what he's doing but we're gonna go we're gonna go check out what you guys why you guys think this is such a big deal and so the town gathers and like a a a big you know town meeting i guess i don't know i don't know if this is like a daily thing that they do and they finally show this prophet in the things that he does and why people claim he's so great and then and ed and al are definitely like yeah this guy's using alchemy but you know these people aren't you know aware of this so they don't know this but this is pretty obvious we can see it right off right off top isn't that that he um like brings a little bird back to life or something like doesn't he do something to show yeah it's like a little green bird that like a little girl gives him and he Mm. brings it back to life to show that like no i am a prophet see i can i can bring the dead back to life because 
before that town meeting the the brothers meet uh rose at the at like the little bar that they're at where they're getting drinks and stuff Mm -hmm. and she's telling them about how she her her boyfriend died and the the guy father uh cornello what's his name corn or sir yeah father cornello is like oh i'll bring back your your boyfriend back to life if you if you stay a devoted follower and it, it He's pretty much just tricking people into believing into everything he's doing so he can hold power in the town. And so he's got, like, Rose pretty much wrapped around his finger. Like, the brothers are tr- keep, like, constantly trying to tell her, like, this guy's a fraud. He's not doing, like, he's not following any of the practices you're supposed to when conducting alchemy. Like, you're supposed to do the, what is it, the law of equivalent exchange? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and he's clearly not following it. And, you know, it's only, like... And and the brothers are like, listen, bros, like we've we've done this kind of stuff before, and it always ends terribly. And she just refuses to listen to him. And so when when they when she sees the bird get brought back to life, she's like instantly like completely hooked by Cornello. She refuses to listen to the brothers. Everyone in the city yells at the brothers and says that they are the liars and the heathens. And Father Cornello only has their best interests in heart. And uh, it's also when they're at that bar where we see like a mysterious woman in like a hooded robes or whatever, just hanging out at the bar, kind of listening to it and everything. And she plays a bigger role at the end of this episode. Yes, there is a little like cliffhanger at the end of the episode where we see that this is just a small branch on a huge tree type thing. Mm -hmm. So and we see that at the end that someone someone above Cornello is pulling the strings and you know that that's always a a great way to draw in you know an audience and draw in a crowd and have someone interested in a show you can just tell throughout this episode that the overarching story is about to be fire like you 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 can just tell what did you guys think of like the 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 first episode there is a fight in the first episode by the way the fight is really cool it reveals it has a reveal. I mean, I guess we've already we've already kind of mentioned it, but um, we find out that Ed is part full metal. I guess we're gonna go with that. <laughs> he's, <laughs> um, he's partial metal. He has a metal left leg and right arm. Yes. Uh, yes. Left leg and right arm. Uh, and we find that out in 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 the in the fight at the end of the episode. So there is so there is a fight in the episode here. And then uh, like we said earlier, there's this is a small branch and a more overarching story. So there are some more reveals after this fight, you know, at the end of the episode in a bigger picture. Um, so what did yeah, what did you guys think of uh, the first episode? It does a good thing of like especially when you first meet that woman at the bar and they they never mention her name she only says a couple words and then she runs away but then later on when cornello's like all right well we got to get rid of these kids and you see the woman is with cornello again and and she's like oh are they going to be a problem he's like oh well we've got a way to get rid of them that doesn't work i have another way so you can see that this woman doesn't want people to know who she is because she's part of a larger picture that isn't explained in this first episode so you can already tell that this first episode is like, here's, we're setting up the story for you so you can get the feel of what this world's like. And this woman is part of a much, much bigger thing that's going to be happening throughout the the show, especially when Cornello tries to have the brothers. He essentially just tries to kill the brothers to get them out. And there's another reveal with Al when, when they're confronting, when the two brothers are confronting Rose and uh, the hitman Cornello hires tries to kill Al. There's another reveal. 
I think this first episode does a pretty and and you know we find out that this show also takes place like it originally started in February of 1910. We have that little mm-hmm. exposition at the beginning, and we find out that current time Edward is 15 and Alphonse is 14. But in their flashbacks, they were 11 and 10 respectively. So it's what's that four years? So it's 1914 right now. So that gives you an idea of kind of the world setting of of the show it's because the show doesn't take place in like quote-unquote our timeline but it takes place in a world that's very similar i want to say because there's a lot of war overtones throughout the show that you know just like in world war one in in our world in the show there's a lot of like jeez, oh, how would you explain Chantel? It's, I don't want to say like anti-government, but more like anti-war and in, in stuff in the show. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to explain without going into details that you learn from Conqueror of Shambhala because it really overlaps with real world, um, mm-hmm. you know, social and political issues and whatnot. But no, that, that definitely, definitely describes it where there's a lot of like war, you know, undertones and there's a lot of struggle and... There's, there's a lot packed into this episode. It might seem like, you know, oh, it's just an episode of an anime, but there's a lot that's packed into it that sets up for, you know, future character development and future plot development. Right, right. And Chantel, what did you think of this of this uh, first episode? Um, so I, I actually really enjoyed this first episode. I think it's really true to the series. Um, you know, there's uh, good action. There's a lot of emotion. Um, you know, these people are looking up to Father Cornello and... Uh, you know, praising this God, and essentially they're just looking for for something to give them in pur- purpose in life. Um, but they're being manipulated, you know. And poor Rose just wants her boyfriend back, and it it just follows the themes of of life and death and morality. That's that's going to be really common throughout the series. That is very that is very true. Yeah, definitely a lot of there's a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. Oh man, like I didn't even think about it like that. Like th- this is a is a, I think the show in general is just very emotional yeah like it definitely tugs at your emotion and i think it just the show definitely does a great job with that and you're right about the, the those elements in this show are definitely prevailing as well i agree so i guess so that is everything we have for full metal alchemist so now we are going to go into our second half which is uh full metal alchemist brotherhood um chris did you want to take it away yeah yeah so um you know obviously it's full metal blah, 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 i can't talk uh full metal full brotherhood god lack of sleep um so yeah so this show came out uh april 5th 2009 to july 4th uh 2010 for a total of 64 episodes and this show f- follows the manga almost one-to-one which i don't really know how many other manga slash animes do that where they follow each other that closely but the you know the summary is the same as before it's the adventures of the two brothers trying to find the philosopher's stone so they can get their bodies back after they lose their bodies or part of their bodies trying to bring back their dead mom uh you know same manga author we got the same genres the i think of the two shows, this one has the more iconic opening song, which is again by Yui, uh, and the ending song Uso, which means lie, is the ending song for this one, and it's by Sid. And 
I think the first show had a better ending song for the beginning of the show, but Brotherhood had a much more memorable opening song. Well, for the 2003 version of Full Metal, I think the the first um, part of the series, you know, it has the opening that we talked about, but the second mm-hmm. um, season of of this Full Metal um, mm-hmm. has the more kind of iconic song, Ready, Steady, Go. I, I feel like people yes, know yep, that really. song more than anything. That's true. Yep, we did forget to mention that one. Yeah, Ready, Ready, Steady, Go is a good one. I still, I think, again, it's probably my favorite piece they use between the two shows and all of the openings and endings. I think, again, is my favorite. Um, Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's definitely a banger. What do you think, Lawrence? You like it? It wasn't, like, in a tier of, like... Naruto or Bleach or... Like, like Air Gear or, like, the one Project K. Mm -hmm. Like, this one, I was just like, okay, you know, it's it's cool. It, It wasn't bad. I just was like, it wasn't... But I, I mean, I don't think I'm, I mean, I don't think like any openings are I ever thought were bad. It's just like, is it in a t- is is it in a tier of like mm-hmm. Air Gear? Okay. Like Chain is just like one of the great like one of the greatest songs. That is a good one. Like that. So I mean, you know, it was it was cool. It was cool. Word word. But um, yeah, this this Full Metal starts off completely different than the other one, but pretty much it opens up with the with the Freezing Alchemist. His name is. Uh, Isaac McDougal, also known as Isaac the Freezer or the Freezing Alchemist, because his whole shtick is he he's really good at creating ice with his alchemy and being able to manipulate it and use it to his will. And pretty much the general of the army. And, and here's another like parallel to the author wanting this to seem like it was taking place during like our World War One era is this. It, it's almost like we're in Germany because at, at certain points they always refer to the the Führer is in charge of the country they're in yeah and I was and that up. yeah and he has like his general being the dude on the ground who's who's doing all the work and everything and the general he has a uh, colonel colonel Mustang his, his right hand guy Mustang is in charge of the two brothers and uh, Edward and Alphonse and they're the general tasks them with catching the freezing alchemist he's like he's he's running amok we find out that isaac served in the ishvalian war i think is what it's called ishvalian yeah and the 2003 it's ishbalan but in uh, oh. brotherhood it it's ishvalan so it's very like minuscule difference but yeah mm-hmm. essentially right and so isaac was part of that war but at the end of it he instantly resigns and he starts working with the anti-establishment movement so we find out through bits and pieces of Isaac's dialogue that he's trying to overthrow this army because he's his whole thing is he thinks the army committed a lot of atrocities during the war and, and he doesn't think the country is moving forward in the right way. And you can definitely see this this country kind of feels like Germany, how Germany was during World War One. You can see a lot of the parallels and everything. World War Two going through that. World War Two, yes. Pretty much it's like this whole thing. They're trying to catch Isaac. They capture him, but then Isaac escapes. And he's going to escape a lot in this episode. He's actually really good at escaping, believe it or not. This this man's like, you thought y'all caught me, but guess what? Y'all can never catch me. Um, And then so, so he escapes that first time. And then we meet another very, very important character that i know a lot of full metal fans know about is hughes maze hughes mm-hmm. he, <laughs> yeah oh yeah 
Oh God! And uh, he, oh jeez, oh God, I, it makes me cry. So Hughes invites the brothers to stay at his place, and we get to meet Hughes's family. Uh, we also see—is uh, her name Riza? Riza Hawkeye. Riza, yeah. Uh, she's also in the room. She's like Mustang's right-hand girl. So that those are pretty much a lot of the big players that we see throughout the entirety of the show. And I, I want to say the first half of this show is just introducing a lot of those people because the second half is a lot of we see Isaac talking to this man called Kimberly, who's the uh, Crimson Alchemist, and he wants Isaac wants Kimberly to help him bring down Bradley, who I think he's the general, correct? The Fury, yeah, uh, yeah. And so Isaac's like Kimberly, you need a and and Kimberly's in jail, and Isaac had broken in and he's he wants Kimberly's help, but Kimberly says no, he's he wants to be left alone so isaac leaves and we meet major armstrong who's uh, he's the rock in every way possible he says funny shit he's built like a goddamn brick house he just wants to flex all day long he's he class he's got like this giant golden handlebar like mustache he's all about flexing all day he's yo chris can i just can i say something real quick what's up the scene that you just talked about mm-hmm. where he went to the jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found this so funny. Oh, God. Because they show him talking. They show the freezing alchemist talking to the crimson alchemist. Uh-huh. And in my head, I'm like, I said this out loud, actually. I was like, why did they just let this Dude, man Dude, I said the, the same jail? damn thing. <laughs> Yo, I was crying. So we're like. Why did this man? Why did they just let him walk into the jail? And because you see the guard standing outside the door. Oh yeah, he's just calmly and I'm standing like, there, just like watching the and, show. <laughs> and I'm like, like who does this? Like where do they do that at? Like my man just walked in, and I was just, just talking to the dude, and I'm like, okay. And then you see when he leaves, he just froze the guard. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay. okay. Oh, yeah, and then just I just started laughing. And, he's leaving and, and he like just pushed him over. over. And he just, and he just shatters in pieces. I was, okay, I, I just had to say that because when I watched this, it was hilarious that it answered my question. Because I'm like, damn, they fumbled, the, they fumbled the bag on this one. Because this is clear, like, oh, this is not real. They're not just going to let this, this criminal, <laughs> this guy walk into the jail. and, da, 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 and then, But then you fear, you realize after that he just froze the guard, which is, it was kind of funny. Right. But my bad. No, 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 no. It's, it's definitely another, like you said, another <laughs> comedic moment in the show. Again, this show also has a lot of, like, the whole interaction with Hughes is, like, another funny giant thing that's going on. Because Hughes is all about showing them pictures of his daughter and being like my daughter is the greatest thing on this fucking planet you all have to meet them my wife is kind of cool too but my daughter (laughs) (laughs) but so yeah so major armstrong shows up the next day and he starts fighting with isaac and the brothers show up and they're fighting with isaac but guess what isaac escapes and then mustang confronts isaac and guess what isaac escapes again dude this man is just fucking running away everywhere so we find out that Isaac's been plant like drawing these transmutation circles all over the city. It's like the first scene we see at the beginning of the show and we're like, oh, that's kind of cool. I wonder what he's going to do with that. And you find out that he planted them all around the city to make essentially a giant transmutation circle that he then creates like massive, massive walls of ice to destroy the whole city. And when the brothers... 
find him about to set that whole trap off they realize that he has a philosopher's stone and that's why he's able to use this much alchemy and this much power and so the brothers reveal that like oh we don't really care about why the army wants to catch you we need that stone to fix our fuck up and so that's their you find their motivation is they want a philosopher's stone so now you're trying to figure out okay so what exactly is philosopher's stone and what does it mean to alchemy and they fight yet again and and when isaac realizes they want a stone that's when isaac realizes oh you guys did the unthinkable with alchemy and then we get a small flashback to you know back with the regular full metal we get like a little tiny glimpse of like al on the ground and that whole graphic thing and edward running away and you know there's a teary-eyed moment of al screaming or edward screaming being like i want like bring give him back he's the only thing i have left i need him back and then the whole another graphic thing that's a lot a lot of blood a shit ton of blood um and guess what isaac escaped yet dude this man he he's good at running away let me tell you and um there's a lot of ice attacking the city the whole city is about to pretty much be destroyed but then general bradley shows up and isaac's like holy shit i can kill you right here and end this whole thing and and just be done with it and he starts running and and like isaac is bleeding and he uses his own blood to turn it into like he turns his blood into like ice blood that he can use to as weapons Okay, that and, explains. That. Yeah, because I was mad confused. Like I knew it was blood, but I'm like, what is that? Yeah, because because he can he can turn liquids into ice, and blood's a liquid, so we can he could turn that oh. into an ice. And that's and how he, he freezes goes, people too, because there's yeah. your body is essentially made up of water. So that's why I was really disturbed when he was like freezing everybody, because it's just a really fucked up way to yeah, yeah, to kill yeah. someone. Oh god, and, but. Yo, he Bradley does the classic anime swordplay move where the, the Isaac's running at him, and all you see on the screen is a flash of Bradley really quick. He just pulls the sword out. All you see on the screen is like a bunch of wind moving around, and he's just holding his sword. There's no Doesn't actual even fight. Doesn't even blink. And then all of a sudden, Isaac it explodes into like a mi- million pieces. It's just the classic swordplay, like, take the sword out real quick and put it away, and the dude is is dead. <laughs> so so bradley you know kills kills isaac armstrong and the boys and mustang they're able to stop the ice from destroying the entire city and when isaac dies you find out that the philosopher's stone was actually in his body and that's how he was able to do crazy crazy alchemy and then the show ends cutting to these two characters that i won't give away because they're really big to the plot two characters are revealed at the very end of the show and they name two of them and you start to it introduces the bad guys pretty much uh what did you guys think of the episode so okay so if we're gonna uh this episode had more since like i've never seen this so Mm -hmm. i've never seen brotherhood um so i was watching this just from scratch never seen it there was like a lot less reveal Mm-hmm. I feel like in this episode, uh, there there's more there's there like the plot of the episode is just hits you in the face right away. Right, like literally the first sentence is, "Oh, we have to mm-hmm. catch this freezing alchemist. He's running amok." Da da da. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So then we see this freezing alchemist right away, bodying cats. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right. So boom, that's like the off rip. They don't start off with 
a tragedy no. like in Full Metal. Right. They don't start off with that. In this one, you're in a complete different space. You do see flashback. You do see like flashbacks of like stuff. I don't think it's enough for people to like. I think Full Metal is your heart wrenching off rip, like mm-hmm. first thing. This one mm-hmm. is not like that. This one is 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 more like okay, we got you know nicknames right off off you know off rip the freezing alchemist you know a well known guy you know he's obviously good uh, like he's really strong or whatever um uh you know alchemy is just such a cool concept mm-hmm. in general um you know so just the concept of you know full metal is very unique of how like everything this you know the shows revolves around alchemy right um the flat so the flashbacks uh they did uh they did do a flashback to the tragedy yeah but it's it's a lot it, shorter it, it's you know? yeah 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 so you yeah, yeah yeah so you don't really so you don't really like know what happens yet they uh, there was a flashback twice to some old guy so they're showing you something and i haven't seen brother i haven't seen brotherhood mm-hmm. so if this old guy and i don't I forgot of a lot what happened in Full Metal. Mm-hmm. So if this guy, this old guy wasn't Full Metal, I forgot who he was. Uh, I actually kind of so he looks similar mm-hmm. to a character in the original. Oh, Full Metal, okay, okay. So, that's... so th- I mean, they're they're you know they're showing you these flashbacks for a reason. Um, yeah. So uh, something I, I, I you can tell there is a overarching story here. Like, why is this Water Alchemist so mad mm-hmm. at? the military and so i'm getting the vibes of okay yeah this guy's killing people he shouldn't be doing that don't do that that's me <laughs> don't do that that's what is <laughs> don't don't but kill like... people it is mean that is the law <laughs> like... <laughs> right not nice it's... but it's like he's not crazy they are like i believe him mm-hmm. i believe him what did the military do I believe that y'all did some fucked up shit. <laughs> and he's like, because we see movies about this all the time. Right. Where someone seems crazy, but they're like, yo, guys, you guys don't know what this person is really doing. Just listen to me. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really, and everyone's like, yo, bro, get out of here, bro. Nah, it's, nah, what are you talking about? Like, nothing's wrong. And then they, they end up, that guy was right. Like, they're, they're doing experiments behind closed doors or the government is doing this and doing this craziness, experimenting on, you know, for freaking, like, children or something crazy like that. Like, I kind of believe him. Like, so it's like, why is he so mad and why is he doing all this and why does he keep calling this guy the Fuhrer? I'm like, yo, bro, like, what? Like, it's like, that kind of, like, I what we were talking about earlier about, like, the whole German, like 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 at vibe mm-hmm. the whole like that that this gives off and it's just like mm-hmm. the 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 captain the guy at the end who who does the freaking trope anime swordsman <laughs> thing yep. he look he kind of like look like he has like same like facial features as like hitler kind of so it's just like why is he called like so you you like you pick up those things in this per in this in this episode the big like you can uh, there's a bigger picture reveal at the end Mm -hmm. so like i want to say this episode was more like both episodes had reveals i know we're uh we're talking about 
Brotherhood right now, but I'm kind of doing a compare and contrast thing. Like, both episodes had reveals, and both episodes give you hints throughout in them. I want to say Brotherhood gave you more hints through consistently throughout the episode of, like, there are more things going on here. Mm-hmm. Mustang, that's the fire alchemist, right? Uh, yes, he, he's yes. the one with Mustang the Mustang is the fire yeah. alchemist. He had the piccolo effect, I'm going to be honest with you. So, I don't know if you guys know what the piccolo effect is, but I'm going to explain it to me and my friends. This dude, we, we talk about this all the time. Piccolo always shows up to the fight like he about to body somebody. Mm-hmm. And he has the cool-ass entrance, and you're like, yo, this guy's about to fuck him up. Yo, it's about to be on. Oh, this fight's about to be crazy. And then Piccolo proceeds to get bodied. <laughs> Mustang. Mustang. Yo, Piccolo never, like, lets you down, bro. Like, he be just be getting bodied, bro. And it's just like, yo, Piccolo's here. Okay, and? Like, okay, it's and. like <laughs> So, Mustang kind of had that effect. He meets up with the water alchemist on the roof with a whole squad. This man got, like, 10 to 15 dudes with him and it's just like oh man oh the fire alchemist oh it's about to be on isaac is just like peace you're a little boy to me like i'm out of here like diffuses his fire i mean he's water he's fire so i mean i guess like i guess in in the sense of elements like all right we can't really i can't down him that much but he he just and then he just he like completely nullifies the Mustang and then he just dips in his very multi like dip scenarios where he just bounced and just escaped everyone and I was just like I was like dang but then at the end Chris where you said like you know he did he meet I don't what's the lieutenant's name like I just know he's like the the, the, the general oh guy. uh Bradley the general oh the general yeah. okay so like yeah Bradley man yo it's funny because this show has like as like key anime like trope scenes where it's just like all right he finally meets up with the person who he the Isaac finally sees the general at the end of the episode they meet in a dark alley what a coincidence they meet in a dark alley and he's like oh wow you came to me I didn't even have to like find you all right time to die <laughs> and you know whenever a, a, a villain is like overly like zealous or overly like excited like yeah like overconfident and the other guy's face is just mad calm i think we've watched enough animes to know what happens in this scenario so even before like Mm -hmm. dude like even starts charges him we already know what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. so and it's just like the calm face equals you're gonna die like if if someone's like it's going to be over for you. I'm going to beat you really bad. I'm going to hurt you really bad. And the other guy is just sitting there, calm face, no expression, face doesn't change. Like, what happens? The guy who's overconfident gets bodied. And that's exactly... Like, I knew it was going to happen as soon as you... And then they, Yo, have you guys seen the memes uh, all over social media about, like, animes be like? 
and yeah. all the, it's like a new when people do the sword thing Chris I'm surprised you haven't done it with all the swords that yes. you got like they, they just they sh- they unsheath the sword and sheath it really quick yep. and then like everything breaks and like people fall to the ground and it's just like cause animes do that all the time that's exactly what happened here guys and it was just it's funny because in these situations you know what's gonna happen because there's some huge like some long dialogue or some long soliloquy and the other guy is just mad silent Mm -hmm. and if the guy is quiet then you know like it's over so it was just funny how that happened at the end which is just like the trope anime thing to do but yeah I i thought the episode was definitely a setup for you can definitely tell like there's an overarching story and 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 there, there are reveals, even more reveals coming, like when the Philosopher's Stone, we see that, like you said, that it was inside of Isaac when it fell out. And then the scene cuts to the Crimson Alchemist in jail. And the Crimson Alchemist says, uh, like, he, he makes a comment, but he makes a comment right after Isaac dies of he knew he died. So it's just like, what does that mean? Like, how did you... In my head, I'm like, how did you know? So it's like, what's the connection there? So, so, but I, you know, th- there was enough there for 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 me to want to like be like, okay, so what happens in the rest of this story, and how is this different from from Full Metal Alchemist? And now that I know, this is the actual canon all the way through mm-hmm. with a different ending. It's just like, oh, okay you know that's that's lit that's really cool so you know i i, I thought i thought it was a, a a interesting episode that's what i thought about that so i just have a question and it could get cut out in We're editing it. but with that philosopher's stone <laughs> well so with that philosopher's stone that um you know that we see um and then it breaks that's not a real philosopher blah, blah, blah. not a real uh, stone right uh no 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 because i'm no i know no for in both the... of them for both okay. series <laughs> Yeah, because I know in the first one, a lot of them that you see yeah. in the beginning are fake. Um, but I didn't know as far as like mentioning the stone for the episode. I know it uh, it might be a little bit of a spoiler to say like, oh, it broke and it's fake and whatnot. But um, I didn't know uh, if it was okay to mention we're keep, that. We're keeping it in, people. Spoiler alert. I'm saying spoiler alert after the spoiler. <laughs> Chris, no. Chris makes the executive decisions here. We're keeping we're it, keeping all right? It, I'm not editing We're that. keeping it. You know what? She I quit. spoiled it. <laughs> She ruined the show, so when you all get upset, <laughs> go find her somewhere and yell at her. Fuck <laughs> all uh, you. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fake one. Um, just like in the first one, it was fake as well. Yeah. And we find out in a little while why it's fake, but those are in later episodes, so watch the show and figure that out. Chantal, what did you think of the episode, though? So I enjoyed this episode a lot more than mm-hmm. the first episode of 2003. Um there's so much more to it you know like you guys said it's it's more chaotic there's something happening like you know one after the other yeah. there's so many characters that you meet um whereas you know the the first episode of the other series it's very kind of right. straightforward to one story and you don't get to meet as many characters and even though they make an appearance later on it's just it it just didn't hit me as much you know this episode doesn't really have as much of an emotional attachment to it but it does grip you in with the action and with what's going on and alchemy is is super awesome and that kind of draws you in as well it's just there's so much going on and it's it's i feel like if you had to pick between 
which episode to start with, I would definitely say Brotherhood, just because yeah, it's more I think interesting. When you compare both of them, the first series, I think episode one, episode one in the first original series is more about we're going to introduce the two brothers and tell you why they're doing what they're doing. Whereas in mm-hmm. Brotherhood, right, it's right, we're going right. to introduce the two brothers and everyone else that we're going to be seeing a lot in the show. And we're going to introduce the backstory of the world and not of the brothers. So I think Brotherhood mm-hmm. does better world building, but original Full Metal does better here's why we need to give a shit about these two kids oh no they're definitely good for their own you know uniqueness they're very different episodes you know so i'm not saying that you know don't watch the first one watch brotherhood but it's just they're they're the same series but two totally separate pacing and everything's different oh it's two if you watch both of those episodes like at the same time they're two they're yeah, like you said, they're the same series, but they're completely mm-hmm. tonally and everything's completely different. And I think if you wanted to pick which one, if you want world building, like on the front end, I would say go with Brotherhood. But if you want more personal story driven, mm-hmm. I would say start with original Full Metal. There's nothing wrong with either one. It's just it's how they build the entirety of the story. They go about it in two completely different ways that both work perfectly fine. It's just, uh, I think at this point, it's been, what, mm-hmm. 17 years since the original and 10 since the last one. It's more of a, what do you look for more in a story? Do you prefer the internal struggle or do you prefer the world building? And once you decide which one of those you care about more is which one you're going to start with. They both have those things. It's just one leans heavier into a thing than the other one does. And like I said, I think Brotherhood leans heavier into the whole entirety of the world building. And the original exactly. is more that's of the internal exactly struggle it. of why they're doing what they're doing. Oh, that's definitely... Yeah. That was, that was but, a good analysis. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I don't know about you two. I definitely highly recommend watching both these shows, even if you're watching back to back. Like we said, you know, the first half of both shows are almost identical. I personally enjoyed Brotherhood more because I'm more of a world building type of person. So I would recommend watching Brotherhood over the original. That's not to say, like I said before, that the original is bad. I just prefer Brotherhood. I think it's the better version of the two. What about you guys? I haven't seen Brotherhood, so I don't think I can answer the question. <laughs> Peer but, pressure. Uh, I mean, I feel like, I feel like I have to watch Brother. Pick one right now. Seen the original, and that, but is it is it because I've seen the original? I feel like I have to watch Brotherhood now. You, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to watch it because, like, off air. Once I tell you where it deviates, you're gonna. And, and really I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I do wish that mm-hmm. they would have made that like. I was praying that Brotherhood was like part two. I was I was praying that because I want because Full Metal was a great. It's good. Like it's a really good show. So I was praying like when mm-hmm. I heard the whole. Bro- I mean Brotherhood came out a while ago. So when I heard like oh there's there's a new Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. At first I was kind of like, why is it called that? And I was kind of like I was kind of skeptical mm-hmm. like why did like why is it named that? Like I was skeptical that it was like. I don't know, like a whack spinoff 
that's kind of what I was, but I didn't, because I, I, I didn't check it out. But I just heard the name, and I like, I was like, I don't, like, why is it named that? The name kind of just made me think, like, I don't know, Chief. Like, I don't know if I'm going to want to watch it. Like, what, what, what is it? Like, is it part two? And I heard, and then I heard not a full explanation of what you guys just told me. I heard it was just like, because think of like how kind of like confusing what we just went through, but not explained fully even more. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I want to bother with this shit. Right. I just, I watched the original, the original's <laughs> the original, and that's what all I care about. When it sounds like Brotherhood is the original, 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 and and full metal is was just like <laughs> it wasn't finished so they had to finish it so they just put some shit on the end but it just came out first you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but now that i know that like brothers <laughs> right. original i'm definitely going to check that out but also i also i do wish like full metal did have like more like they like she came out with more cuz i'm like damn man like it was a good show it wasn't mm-hmm. even too long 50 episodes isn't that bad compared to like in the hundreds of the stuff that we watch now like another 25 wouldn't have hurt and it probably would have been even more lit you know what i'm saying so like i wish there was a part two but yeah full metal is 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 just a very good show in general and the concept of alchemy is done extremely well um she covers that really well with like the world rules the rules of how it can be used and things like that in this world so that's what I that's what I got to say about that. So for me, like I said in the beginning, uh, this the show is very sentimental to me. You know, I identify a lot with, you know, the characters and the story and there's so much involved. As you were saying, you know, like with the alchemy, just even starting off with that. The the concept of alchemy and how it's executed in the show is like absolutely amazing. I'm gonna geek out like really quick as like a science nerd. So Basically, there's a lot of symbology within the show, and it's not anything that's, like, overly obvious if you don't know what the symbology is or what, like, the connotations behind everything is. But basically, with alchemy, just as a a basic definition, I guess, so the law of conservation of mass means that you can't create something out of nothing and you can't destroy something to the point of uh, elemental non-existence. So you have a pound of material, right? You have clay, you have concrete, sand, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. You take that pound of material and then you create it into a pound of bricks. You can then destroy the bricks, but it would be broken down into those same parts. You can't make it not exist and you can't make it, you know, have more mass, essentially. Um, And then the second law is of natural providence, which is when an object uh, made out of a particular substance or element can only be transmuted into another object with the same property. So, you know, again, you can't take a stone and, and turn it into cake. So when you break down these concepts for the show, it's so involved and in-depth. And when you're watching it, you wouldn't really think that a cartoon would have that much, like, involved in it, you know? It's just, it's, there's so much involved with the show that you can really get lost into into studying. And I think it just, it works so well. So I'm sorry for the rant, but that's just something I'm, like, super passionate about. Rant welcomed. No, no, I think the show does a great job. And, you know, throughout both series, you hear Edward always saying, like, you know, he's always talking about the law of equal mm-hmm. exchange throughout the whole show, trying to drill that into you. I, th- It's like, especially after you see the opening tragedy, it's a whole equal exchange is like the number one 
thing Edward is always bringing up in the show. And I think, like you said, they do an amazing job of, of illustrating that, especially when you meet the, the actual bad guys throughout the show and what they're doing and why they exist and why they're doing what they're doing. And then, you know, the law of equal exchange and all that stuff. It's, it's for a show that looks like it's using a lot of magic to do the things they're doing. It's actually a really high scientific, like highly scientific show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though there's mystical concepts, it's very rooted in science and actual like right. um, alchemical like history and and whatnot. Yeah, and and you you never think that when you're watching the show either. You're you're not sitting there like, oh my god, why are they just bombarding me with a shit ton of stuff? Like that's it's never presented in a way where it's like overzealous or like like overemphasized it's always like the perfect amount of this is a anime cartoon show for a younger slash older audience and here's a lot of really heavy hitting scientific themes and ideals and everything but it's presented in a way that's very consumable Mm -hmm. you know and i think both shows do that do that really well absolutely but uh i think that's gonna wrap it up for us guys you know we didn't plug ourselves last week but we're gonna plug ourselves this week so if you guys wouldn't mind heading over to Twitter and follow us on Reviews Shot or uh, send us an email at gmail at oneshotreviewspod at gmail.com. We'll get those and respond back to you. Yeah, Lawrence, why don't we tell everyone what we're going to be so watching next week? Next week, we are going to be checking out Vinland Saga. We are going to be having another guest with us and we are going to be reviewing Vinland Saga. And I have actually not seen this anime before so i'm excited to go over this neither have i believe it or not but all right guys thanks for listening all right thank you guys and thank you Chantel, for uh coming out oh thank you for having me i I, you know i hope i I did a good job and did you guys proud and yeah for sure we're definitely gonna have you back on the show so we will don't worry (laughs) all right and stop